Welcome to episode 171 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is back. You've been, you've been gone too many weeks. Welcome back, Warren. Uh, it's been a summer of love. Um, um, yeah, it's good to be yes. back. <laughs> Just in time, we'll, we'll be talking about uh, what's been going on uh, with Apple with you. And uh, I got two great guests this week. Uh, Chuck Joyner's back on the show. We just were just fresh off of Mac, Mac Voices Live a couple of days ago. Welcome to the, back to the show, Chuck. Thank you, David. Good to have you. And, and Warren, this ain't the summer of love. Look it up. Lewis to call. <laughs> um, was it 76? No, that's never. I think you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> joke is, I'm too either too old or too young for the joke, and I'm not sure which one it is. So. <laughs> and uh, also back on the show is Jeff Gamet. Welcome back to the show, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and uh, and and I'm seriously really happy to be here. Yes, I always love having you here. I love everybody here. We're having a great time here. We're going to have a good time. Uh, we all have, well, not all of us, some of us have our iPhones, and we're going to talk about that, and, and might even have an iPad mini, and uh, a few other things that we're going to give uh, our, our uh, insights on what's going on in the world of Apple, and yeah, there's been a few things going on here, so um, let's uh, go ahead and just jump right into uh, the stories this week. A lot of uh, iOS 15 stories, and we're going to hit on here uh a few bugs that I'm kind of concerned about. Uh, one of them here is on Mac from Mac Rumors. Uh, iOS 15 messages bug causes saved photos to be deleted. Oh no! Serious bug in iOS 15 messages app can cause some saved photos to be deleted. Multiple complaints uh, have been heard on the Mac Rumors readers and Twitter. Uh, if you save a photo from an, a message th- messages thread and then go to delete that thread, the next time an iCloud backup is performed, the photo disappears. Ooh. Even though the image is saved to your personal iPhone iCloud photo library, it appears it's still to be linked to the Messages app on iOS 15, and saving it does not persist through the deletion of the thread and an iCloud backup. So there's some bug. There is a, a, a way to replicate this bug, but uh, I don't know if there's anything going on here as far as if they fix this yet. Uh, Chuck, I know you posted this article on Mac Voices. Have uh, you heard anything else beyond this? I have not. I have not seen this, um, but I also am not in the habit of walking down the path that they specifically um, you know, take you through that to, to manifest. Right. I'm not one of those who likes to say, let's see if my machine is buggy too. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, no, I borrow someone's machine and try it on theirs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Good, good thinking. Yeah, I, I guess my initial reaction to this is one that you know we've all parroted a number, of, plenty of times. It don't yeah. run the betas, but you know, not even maybe the first public release. Maybe wait to fifteen point one. None of us did, of course. But right, you know, that's and that comment is going to come up a number of times in this show. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are, and we'll get to, we'll get to that to talking about the uh, adoption here in a bit, but, uh, yeah, Warren, are you still running, uh, you're, you're running beta on your 12, I assume. No, I'm, I'm on, I'm on release because, um, okay. Well, yeah, you haven't had time. Well, right. no, um, no, no. Tech tip. When I pick up my new phone, if I update to the beta now, my new phone's not going to have the beta. I'm going to have to. That's right finagle that so he's thinking this time i'm thinking this time. so I, I, I did my ipad but not this one um but ios 15 i'm assuming it's uh the new feature is if and i don't, I, I, I don't know who knows it, but the new feature is somebody message you um a picture in imessage it automatically right. it doesn't save into your camera roll but it goes into your icloud photo and you have the option to save it so i right so it is confusing because it shows in your icloud photos even if you don't hit that save button in the Mm -hmm. icloud photos so i'm wondering what's going on with that if it's something that you if you save it and then delete the message thread will it delete it out maybe you're not saving it because there is an option to actually save the message into your icloud photos yeah, I'm thinking it's it's if you if you if you don't if you save the photo outside of iMessage, it's probably safe. But it's the problem is you know uh, iCloud is also backing up the messages, and then that photo will disappear uh, from f- because there's some sort of syncing between some link, iCloud but photos. It, but again, if I yeah. if I if I iMessage you guys a picture, 
with iOS 15, if you go into your photos app, that picture shows up now in your cloud photos. Right. Because uh, it, that's what iOS 15 does. But it still says, do you want to save this to your iCloud photos? So there's still a second step to save it there. So the question is, if you delete, you might see it in the photo library, not okay. save it, delete the thread out, and maybe it's gone there. Maybe if you hit save, I didn't read the article, but it, maybe if you hit, well, we could test it. No, but no, yeah. we don't want to test it. Hey, hey, Josh, <laughs> can I borrow your computer real quick? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. What so, do you think, Jeff? Um, so first... Operating systems have become so complex that it's it's really impossible to find every bug ahead of time. And uh, but at the same time, holy crap! Anything that affects your data uh, that that to me is still kind of an unforgivable bug. Um, so there's that. But uh, then there's the other side you know, that Warren was just talking about where we now have this whole confusing situation where, where you may or may not have saved a, a photo, even when it looks like you have. Um, but so, okay. So if the problem is that, uh, is that you have saved the photo, but it still gets deleted, then I would speculate that what Apple is doing is setting a flag on an image that's stored as part of one data pool and that flag isn't being honored um you know so this is a messages photo but you saved it so we need to show it as a as a photos photo even though it's over here in messages and if we delete the thread then this photo needs to become a photos photo not a messages photo which sounds horribly complex but it wouldn't surprise me if it's something <laughs> like that because it's probably easier to manage the data through flags like that as opposed to duplicating and and deleting and and all that um but the other thing is and and i've been like crazy busy with stuff so i haven't verified this isn't this a thing that affects users that are using iCloud photo library? And the reason I ask that is because no photos that, that I'm getting sent uh, in messages on iOS 15 are appearing anywhere uh, other than the messages app, unless, I, unless I intentionally save them. I think it's an iCloud photo thing. Um, okay. But it, and, it, and I do yeah. not use iCloud Photo Library. What it does is if you're using uh, at least on my phone, and it's been like that since beta one, is if I send a picture through iMessage, don't do anything. I don't even I don't have to open up the picture in iMessage. Um, if I go into my photo app, it will say it will show the picture and it will actually say from Warren or from David, from okay. David's message in there. And then there is an option to to say, do you want to save this to your library? But even if you don't do that, it's still visible. You can delete it. So your options are to look at it, save it, or delete it from the Photos app. Okay. So that's yeah. what's going on there. Okay. And, and my my other point is what animal deletes out conversation threads uh, in, in my messages anyway. So that's, I don't. I, do you guys wipe clean out your? Uh, I clean out my email, but not my iMessages coming in because every now and then I'll I'll see uh, unless uh, it's junk yeah. a conversation that has you know like hundreds of messages in it, but it's all like uh, like like AT and T sending me yeah, messages junk, junk that, and all that yeah yeah or, or friends and or all thanks that. for paying your bill and uh, I'm like seriously right. I don't need five years of that and then right. I'll delete it. But, but if it's like from actual people you human conversations, I don't think I've ever deleted one. Yeah, because they'll just come right back, or uh, and you know, it's it's worthless because it just piles back on anyway. So, well, something that I want to make clear, Jeff. Believe it or not, when you were going through it, I understood exactly what you were saying, because and and I I learned a long time ago about how much space can be taken up by messages, photos, or you know, because I had a, an iPhone that had a lot less capacity a few years ago 
And all of a sudden, I was out of storage. And it's like, why? There's nothing there. And then I discovered that, <laughs> you know, there are these gigabytes of photos that people have texted me or I've texted out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, while they're there. But so my understanding of, of, of photos, though, in messages is if you send me a photo of your cat, okay, it, it's, it's a photo in messages. If I want to save it out to my, to my camera roll, then I, my assumption was up to this conversation was that it is being duplicated and stored over there. Now, the downside to that, as I see it, is you've got two copies of the same image taking up space on your device. But the upside is that now I can do whatever I want. I can clean it out of messages, and it's safe over in my camera roll, and it's being synced or backed up to wherever I'm syncing or backing it up to. What I'm betting is, in in the way it is now, at least for iCloud Photo, where it shows up in your library, in your Photos app, and it says, from Chuck, from iMessage, it actually says, from Chuck iMessage, or something to that effect, and it shows the picture that you sent me in the, the message. But um, that I didn't say I didn't say it. I didn't do anything. I didn't. I didn't even. Op- I don't know if you even have to open up the message uh, to for this to happen. Trust me, this there, Dave. Have you have you seen this, or have you not seen it? I have not seen this, and that's what I was a little concerned about. Is if we if it does if you do have a duplicate of, of the photo or does it delete it? I I didn't that's, think it did. But that's, uh, that's what's so that's that's what's so confusing about this. Hold on, hold on. Let's just. Really fast, because this is okay. So while while Warren is doing that, uh, my hypothesis, the first half I already shared, that there's just a flag for iCloud Photos that that says Mm -hmm. show this mess or show this photo that came from messages, Um, and then if you save it, then it changes the flag and says this is a saved image that should always appear in Photos. Okay, Um, now where, and if you and if you're not using got, iCloud Photos, which would be the second half of my hypothesis, then what it's doing is leaving the image in in messages. But when you choose to save, then it's explicitly making a uh, duplicate that goes into the photos database. Since it's not using iCloud Photos, you wouldn't have the link. See, I think what it's doing, they open up Photos app. You didn't do anything with a message, right? Right. No, the message is still there, and it didn't go into Photos. And you're on iOS 15 on this phone? Yes. Okay. Well, it's the 13 Pro Max. Yeah. And, and, you're, and you're using a, uh, iCloud, iCloud Photo Photos. Library? Yes. Open up the, uh, you know, just open up the email and open up the, the picture, but don't save it. Yep, I'm looking at the photo now that's in Messages. Yeah, close out Messages and just wait and see if it pops up in Photos. That's Just wait to see if it pops up at some point. Because it will, because I've gotten... I've gotten messages from, I got pictures from people and it showed up in my photo library that I didn't put there. I think what it's doing is kind of send a link or um, it sends a uh, alias to the actual picture from the photos app until you actually physically save it into your photos app. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. It still hasn't synced. So So the fact that we're having to spend this much time talking about this. Yeah. It makes it pretty clear that there's something really confusing about it. It's confusing yeah. about it, and then let's see. Unless there's some kind of setting that I turned let's see on. What happens. There might be a setting that does it. But if, yeah. if one of you wants. Let's, yeah. Keep an eye on it. I'll keep an eye on it. Let's move, go ahead and move on. Um, uh, next story was about car, CarPlay. iOS 15 and iPhone 13 is causing CarPlay issues for some users, which I have noticed. Uh, adding to this list uh, uh, is a new seemingly widespread bug is causing CarPlay to suddenly crash whenever a user attempts to play music, such through Apple Music. Uh, yeah, I, I did notice that on my car. Uh, there's been dozens of posts with Apple support on Twitter and through the Mac Rumors uh, forums complaining about this. Um, including they updated their iPhone 11 to iOS 15 and had no issues with CarPlay. But then they went there and activated their iPhone 13 and then disabled the 11, and now the CarPlay didn't work. I didn't notice it, that it didn't connect right away. I have to pull it, unplug it, plug it back in. But that could be my car. Um, So they have been voicing some complaints, but there's no real, no uh, acknowledgement from Apple on this. Uh, uh, 
Chuck, have you noticed this at all in CarPlay? I, I don't know if you've been using CarPlay much. I, have, I use CarPlay every time I get in my car, but I have right. to say that I have not been playing music either. I'm usually playing hmm. podcasts, so Podcast. I, I have not tried this. And, you know, again, it, wait and see what, ha- what, what comes of it. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah I, and I don't know what happens if you play music natively on your phone. If if that is makes a difference, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to say. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it again next time in my car, to see if it does it again. But again, I've got some other issues in my car where it's you know, the radio has been wonky. But that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it, uh, it 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 did it did seem a little buggy. Like I said, I had to unplug, plug back in to get it to recognize it. Um, but and the music, I did try to play music. I remember at one point I wouldn't play. I'm like, hey, what's going on here? Um, so, so, so there, there's some weird bugs here. Again, collections of bugs here. That's where, and where we kind of have to expect this in a, in a dot zero release of, of an operating system. Um, so we kind of have to expect it. So, did you guys have any other thoughts, uh, Warner? Uh, yeah, I'm still jealous of operating player. And um, I would, I would, that's right. I forget your Tesla. I would still like, I would still <laughs> like it even with the bug. So, but yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I uh, attempted to duplicate this problem yesterday. Uh, my my mm-hmm. car, because it's a 2013 Prius, does not have CarPlay yet. I'll get around to, to putting a, a CarPlay head into it. But uh, 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 my parents live relatively nearby, and their, uh, their car has uh, CarPlay. So I thought, well, let's mm-hmm. see what happens with their uh, car and my iPhone and I didn't, I couldn't duplicate the problem, but they haven't updated to iOS 15 yet. So they haven't, ins- they don't have the CarPlay update yet. And uh, right. so in my testing, uh, iOS 15 with the previous version, the iOS 14 CarPlay, uh, not a problem. Okay. All right. Well, so we'll see what happens. Okay. It's a bug. We'll get through it. Uh, Next uh, next story. I'll just we'll be brief on this one. Uh, many iPhone 13 owners were unable to get the Find My working on their new MagSafe wallet because you know the MagSafe wallet, the little wallet that you can buy for your iPhone 13 that magnetically attaches to the back of the iPhone, and they update, they released an updated version of it for that that has Find My built into it. Uh, the new MagSafe wallet isn't designed to be easier to be find. Like if, if it ever were to slip off, then you can uh, start sending a signal to it. And hopefully you have an honest person that gives back your credit cards and whatever else you have in there. Um, so, again, it's been directed to Apple support. No one's really, they really haven't acknowledged uh, acknowledges that. And also, a, a mention of a DFU, do we put your iPhone in a DFU mode? I don't know if the wallet is worth that much aggravation to do it. Honestly, uh, Jeff, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I, I think if you're pro tip, steal, steal the wallet now while before Apple fixes it. Yeah. So, um, yeah I'll, it's, okay. Oh, wow. While I, I uh, said, wow, we have an unforgivable bug here with, uh, with data. Yeah. This one, I'm like, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's actually a party um, trick to find my wallet thing. It's not it's not as cool as it sounds. All it does is notify you well, the last place the wallet fell off the phone. It's not tracking the wallet at all. It's tracking the disconnection from your phone to the wallet. So if yeah. somebody walks off with the wallet after you're gone, it's useless. You you'll know at what point in time and location you were when you got screwed when yes, something happens so. it's something positive it's attitude. something it's something yeah. <laughs> calling it find my is i think a little misleading it's it's not it's 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 exactly what jeff said it's the last place where that you know it gives you a little bit of hope if, if somebody was honest and it's still there well, I can tell you one thing with FindMy that was really driving me nuts is, you know, I have a, a, a an AirTag clipped into my backpack, and there'd be times I would leave my car and just you know run into a store or run anywhere, mm-hmm. and it's telling me you've you've you're separated from your, your backpack, and this is the last place you saw it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I know where my backpack is. It's in my trunk. Um, 
so I do believe you have to, if you don't want those uh, constantly popping up, uh, you have to, you have to disable it notifying you of that oh, fact. The FIMA is, because yeah. usually we, uh, the FIMA is super buggy even now with the real, uh, it's, I have one in my backpack too, and I'll get in my car and I'll start driving and it says, you separate from your backpack and I'm looking at it. <laughs> but, you know, I, I got to defend it a little bit because to me, it, because I, I, I'm having to do exactly the same thing, mm. but that's kind of what it's supposed to do. It's it's not magic. It's not going to know that I don't care right now because my backpack is, you know, um, let's just say, you know, shoot, I guess at, at my office. My backpack is, is, is at my office. I haven't designated that as a place that it should ignore. So if I leave the office and forget my backpack, I want to know about it. No, but it notifies you when you don't forget your backpack. If I have my have, backpack with me in my car, start oh, driving a little bit, it says you you left your backpack behind, and then I guess it catches up. I think it's losing maybe between the um, your um, is it my back. You know what it is? I'm sorry. It's not the AirTag. It's saying it, it's my MacBook. It's my MacBook Air. You know how it also detects your. Uh, you get a notification now if you're separated from your. Uh, Mac devices uh, too. Uh, yeah, Mac, yeah. Mac uh, yeah. iPads. So, so if yeah. I'm separated from my iPad, from my from my Mac, so if I'm separated from my MacBook Air, it will tell me. But when I throw my MacBook Air in my backpack and start driving away, it says you're separated now from your MacBook Air, and I'm looking at my uh, bag, and there's my MacBook Air, and okay, it's because I'm, my MacBook Air doesn't have any communication to the outside world. But I have I mean, not, I have not seen that. But yeah. So and and Ward, this is with your M1 MacBook Air, this right? This is with my M1 Air. Yes. Okay, so that kills the hypothesis I was forming, right there. Yeah. So. But, yeah. yeah. So, well, we, we, like I said, we there are some you know quash bugs. What can, should we say? Should we say with with my find my? Um, but I agree with you, Chuck. It's 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 something that. It's supposed to be doing. I mean, I guess I was more used to in the old, old uh, back before I was 15, that if I wanted to go find my device, I'd go in to find my and look and see where it was um, where, versus it automatically telling me, hey, you were just your your device is here. It was the last time we saw it and you're separated from it. So I guess that was something I wasn't really used to. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like maybe we need some more fine grain controls as this develops and we kind of figure it out. But I mean, one of my one of my things would be because I had this happen a couple of years ago that I have a backpack I carry with me at CES and, you know, you, you sit it down, I'm doing interviews, pack everything up, walk away and you get, you know, like 500 yards away. And it's like, Oh my God. You know, and, and you go rushing back. Fortunately it was there, but that's, that's a time that, yeah, I would love to have known that I was being separated from my backpack, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you know, because it would have stopped me. And, and they're yeah. fine. I, and they could have fixed all this, and that's what it's supposed to do, and it's going to work. So I'm, I'm excited about it too. It's buggy, so but is, it's going to work. Do you think? <clears throat> excuse me, we're looking at more of a software issue here, or a hardware limitation. And and by that I mean, uh, is there an issue with uh, the software just not staying in sync with itself uh, to know what devices are nearby, or is it a, a thing where where the actual devices, like let, let's say your M1 MacBook Air is is not capable of letting your iPhone know that it's still with you for whatever reason. You know, like, like should there be some sort of uh, uh, ongoing transmission coming out of your laptop that says, I'm here, I'm here, well, I'm here. Pretty much. And if you, you know, equate it to the, the wallet, the iPhone knows when a wallet is separated and, and, and it knows that mm-hmm. there should be no reason why when I shut down my MacBook air at that point, it tells my phone, don't look for the MacBook air anymore, or at least this is the last location I've seen in that. Um, but it's, I know it's off. And at this point, I don't know. It's got to say, I don't know where it is. It tells right now it tells me I'm separated from it. But that's misleading because that you know makes you freak out thinking that you didn't put your laptop in your backpack. Mm-hmm. So 
there, you know, maybe an option on the MacBook Air or the, you know, or these devices that say, "I'm I'm leaving. I have my MacBook. Don't you know worry about this. Some kind of you know toggle. I don't know, but that's what it's doing, and it's an environmental issue. It's uh, and it's not just with the uh, you know with, with the laptop, but with everything with these problems is, you know, the phone's not communication communicating with the AirTag or the uh, or the phone's not communicating with the the, uh, the Mac or whatever it is uh, temporarily. It loses something and then you get to notification. Yep. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, move on. Uh, as I mentioned. Uh, you know, the, the early adoption for iOS 15 has suffered because of all the bugs. Adoption rates uh, rises to about 20%. Um, and uh, and uh, iOS 15's adoption has reached an estimated 19.3% since the software update was released September 20th. This was according to a mobile analytics company, Mixpanel. Uh, they, they, they measure, you know, based on visits to websites and such to see the, what's out there and it's installed. So... You know, again, this, we're using a third-party company here giving us analytics, um, but it, it's it, it kind of makes sense since there's a fair, fair amount of bugs. Seems that, that compared to when iOS 14 first came out, uh, that uh, this is a much lower adoption rate than than I think iOS 14 was. So I don't think. Uh, it's what do you think, bugs. Chuck? Oh, Chuck, you what go do you ahead. Think? No, go ahead, Chuck. Well, all right, Chuck, okay. I'm totally okay. jumping all over you. Ooh, oh, it's right. a free for all on the show tonight. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, <laughs> no, Chuck, okay. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Okay, well, very good. Go ahead. I guess the, what I find really interesting about this, though, is the upgrade experience was different this time because it didn't tell you you had to upgrade. You could go if you were on 14.8 and look and see, you know, look at your version. It's like you're up to date. But then down at the bottom, you know, you could opt to install 15. And so I think for the, the majority of users out there, they looked at it and said, yeah, I'm up to date. And they, they probably never looked down. And they, they may be still waiting to be told that, yeah, they can upgrade to, to 15. Now, we all are paying a lot more attention and uh, for obvious reasons. But, you know, th we talk about this constantly, you know, that the techies are all over these kind of things. And the average person, not so much. So I I think that's the reason you're seeing lower adoption is it was not presented as to people as yeah it's time to upgrade why did wasn't it presented that way is it because they knew that there were going to be some of these bugs you know I mean I don't I'm not I don't want to generate conspiracy theories but you know or is it just that Matt now maybe Apple is deciding hey we're going to push maybe fifteen point one as the time when we have some of the bugs worked out. Um, and that is purely a theory. I know nothing, but it just seems like this, you know, I can't figure out with all the public betas and all the beating that the, 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 uh, the tech press has given positive and negative about 15, that people weren't just jumping on it. And I think they just don't, a lot of people don't realize that it's available. Chuck, um, it's as if you were reading my mind. We we're we're totally in line here. Uh, the one the one place where we are not completely in line is our speculation on why Apple set up the new interface the way they did. And and seriously, I think the interface is the reason we haven't seen as much adoption because people aren't looking for that tiny bar at the bottom that says, "Oh, by the way, iOS 15 is here." Um, my speculation on why the interface is the way it is now uh, has nothing to do with bugs. This, this is a strategic move on Apple's part where I think what they're doing is trying to set up the, the, uh, the argument that, that they don't force obsolescence on devices, that they don't force uh, user upgrades and uh, and that they are giving people a choice as opposed to locking them into something. And uh, so strategic move and probably has a lot to do with uh, with planning for protections in uh, in future litigation because we live in a in a lawsuit happy country. Jeff, I like your theory a whole lot more than mine because I think it it makes a lot more sense. I hadn't even thought about it, you know. 
from from that in that direction. And and one th- and one other thing, and and I'll let Warren get in here, but one other thing I think would be interesting to know because if you moved from an old iPhone to a brand new shiny iPhone, you were automatically moving up to fifteen. How right. did that? How did that get calculated in, or does it get calculated in the process? Because I, I would never. I mean, right here's my old my old iPhone. Um, now I did install fifteen on it, but if I hadn't. I would have gone from 14 here to 15 over there, and this would never have shown as an upgraded device. And until until I turn it into Apple, it's still not showing as an upgraded device, but I'm clearly running on 15 on the new one. Yeah, I I, I think we'll see the uh, the adoption numbers uh, do a fast climb relatively soon, and not because we suddenly have more people updating to, to iOS 15, but because the whole cycle with uh, with switching from uh, iPhone whatever to iPhone 13, we're in the middle of that. And, uh, and so there are people that will take their old devices and hand them down. Then they get updated and, uh, and, and then, where do you find the right pool of people to to interview, and uh, how do you make sure that you're getting a good cross section of websites to uh, to back up your data? Um, I I think there's a lag right now. So so my my take is iOS 14 was not peaches and cream when it first came out. I think we're remembering that wrong. Uh, yeah. And the, iOS 13 I, was a dumpster fire when it came out. 13 was up, up, up 14, 14 if I remember right, we were getting an update almost weekly. When um, uh, when it first came out, there was an update. I think the, there was an update a week later because I remember trying to convince my family to upgrade it to it. And then I started to feel funny because I had to keep upgrading, uh, updating their phones after that. So that happened when it first came out. And I think people remember that because that, you know, it's fairly fresh. I think a subset of people remember that. Eh, maybe uh, subconsciously a lot more people remember that. No, that could be. Uh, so that's the news for this week. Let's go ahead and talk about beta briefly here. iOS 15.1 beta 2 uh, came out. Uh, it's on the public beta as well as uh, in uh, with the developers. Uh, one of the biggest bugs that's really driving me crazy right now is the fact that I can't unlock my uh, my iPhone with my Apple Watch while I have a mask on. Uh, that is a bug right now in 15.0, which we didn't mention. Um, but that is fixed in, in uh, 15.1. Uh, that's one of the things that stands out. Uh, I guess, Warren, you could you could say a little bit of, if you have any time you've experienced on your app, iPad, you said you don't have it on your iPhone yet. Uh, you're not, you don't, so. Yeah, I put, uh, put 15.1 on the iPad and didn't notice any major difference on that. Uh, yeah, so. Same. Uh, share play, I guess, is now back enabled, so it so seems like it's going to be coming uh, once uh, the the beta uh, comes out, uh, hopefully soon enough. They're beta two with it already, uh, so they did add that feature. Uh, and uh, there's called there also is going to be a fifteen dot one beta, uh, which of course you can't. Thank God it's a, it's, a, it's an invite only because imagine putting a beta on a HomePod. It's bad enough installing the real version on HomePod. Uh, Apparently, that's going to add lossless audio and Dolby Atmos and spatial audio support to the HomePod and the HomePod Mini. Finally, bringing finally, which we've we wanted this uh, this be happening. So, uh, and then uh, uh, they're talking about the smart cards, which we've been talking about. You can put your vaccine vaccination card in uh, wallet and lots of others. That they're, they're they're creating uh, smart cards as well. That's going to be able in just certain states in the United States. Um, uh, for as well as for vaccinated uh, people at uh, different health cl- healthcare providers, uh, so really it doesn't, it's uneventful. It looks like just a few squashed bugs is really what it is. But I'd say you know it's a dot one uh, uh, upgrade. Usually they go to a dot zero one or dot zero two sometimes. That's a problem. So obviously it's probably a, it's obviously a pretty drastic update they had to go right to a dot one. It's going to be a problem because. Apple's going to drag their feet on releasing it like they did um, when uh, the Unlock What Apple Watch feature just came out. 
because uh, if you remember, it was in beta for at least six months before it came out to the public. And I had, you know, people were putting the beta on there said it could do it. Um, so now if it is really broken, and I, I haven't experienced it, obviously, because I'm not on the, uh, my new phone yet, but if it's really broken, then people are kind of like be very tempted to go to that 15 not one to get their Apple Watch to work again with their phone because Apple drags their feet. Um, so I'm hoping this is something that they pump out soon, like next week. I think, I think you're right, Warren. I think people are going to jump on it and they're going to get uh, jump into it too. Um, TVOS is at 15.1 beta. I might even really mention much about that because there never is anything on there. And then the watch OS uh, 8.1 as well. Nothing notable there as well. So, um, but uh, let's go ahead and uh, jump into the reviews here this week. Uh, a few of us, I think it's just you and I, Chuck, that have uh, iPhone 13 Pros and 13 Pro Maxes in, in our case. Uh, and I uh, wanted to hear some of your experiences so far uh, with your iPhone uh, 13 Pro uh, Max, uh, Chuck. Uh, and how are you liking it so far? I, you know, I love it. I mean, I, I obviously, when you spend that much money, you better love something. Um, but uh, the, the, I mean, the camera is the thing we, all, we always have to talk about. The camera is stunning. Um, the, amazing yeah and and the thing though that really brought it home for me was um with with the new zoom capability uh i, I was shooting some video uh for work on tuesday and no it was monday excuse me it was monday and it was the first thing i first time i'd really sat down and, and done something you know without just playing around with it and what i was able to accomplish with that zoom was was kind of staggering i would probably have either had to move the the phone a whole lot closer, which because it was across a boardroom table was not really wasn't going to work well, or I would have had to crop it in post. Now, given that you have 4K to work with, you know that's not a big problem. But now I don't even have that. It's just, I mean, it it is absolutely incredible. I've played a little bit with the macro stuff, and that too has been impressive. I was never a big macro guy to start with, so. I think I need. I don't really have anything to compare that to. And the other thing that everybody's talking about, and and I'm sorry, but I don't see it as a big deal. Is the Safari uh, URL bar on the bottom? Big deal. You know, grow up, deal with it. It's but you it's know moved. that is a big deal. It's <laughs> a, it's a big deal, is. and it's an awesome big deal. It's okay, a, I love on it. a mobile okay. phone that yeah. that uh, URL bar should be at the bottom because that's where <laughs> your your keyboard is. That's where your thumbs already are. It totally makes sense. Um, yep, mobile Safari on the iPhone and iOS 15, I think, is a great improvement. Safari 15 everywhere else is is. Uh, what were these people thinking? Do they really hate <laughs> us that much? But on the iPhone, they nailed it. But you can move it in, in yeah. any opera on the iOS uh, yeah. and iPad OS. You can you can move it back if you want. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. not on my iPhone. Not going to happen. Yes, I know. No, I setting, loved it. Not going to. I kept it. It needs. I'm to happy be at with the it. Yeah, I, I. You know, I mean, okay. So the first two times I I opened up Safari, you know, my finger goes up and said, like, "Oh no, it's down there." And then after that, <laughs> I've adapted. Big deal. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and do you swipe uh, on the URL field to switch tabs? No, I haven't done that yet. Didn't think about it. Oh, Chuck, mm. you're about to fall in love with yeah. uh, with mobile Safari on the iPhone even more. Okay. Yeah, sw swiping tabs, yeah. Like going across. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's oh, awesome. Excuse me, Jeff. Yes, I have. I'm sorry. I was misunderstood. I was thinking something completely different. Yeah. I, I mean, again, that that all makes so much sense. And yet it was such a controversy. So I agree with you. It's not a it's not a big deal. If, change it back if you want. But I think it is a big deal because I think it enhances usability. It's a big deal in a good way. Yeah. Um, other than that, you know, the phone is the phone. It's been functioning great. The, uh, I've, I've, the battery life thing, I keep hearing about great battery life and I'm getting better battery life. But what is interesting to me is it seems like I lose according to the percentage thing, I lose the top 15 to 18% relatively quickly. But then after that, it just, it just sits there and stays there and just goes and goes and goes and goes. I have yet to burn it down. So I, I don't know if that's just a calibration issue in the software or what, 
But because at first there's like, oh boy, this is not good. I have one of those one of those bugs that are, is eating my battery. Uh, it just it seems to be just more of a calibration issue. Yeah, I uh, I put a note. I put a link here in the show notes about a uh, um, about the iPhone 13 Pro Max is capable of using fast charging. So if you have a charger that's up to 27 watts or higher, it is going to charge faster than any of the other iPhone 13s uh, in the line, uh, which is pretty awesome to have it. If you have a charger that then usually we all, we all have our fast chargers um, that it's going to charge it uh, pretty gosh darn quick. Uh, you can get going pretty good here. I use the, I use the phone all day today and I started super early in the morning and uh, I'm at 51%. So. Yeah. Well, I had that plugged into my CarPlay for a while, so it was probably charged. Yeah. So. And, that, and, and there's that too. So, mm-hmm. um, but I will hit, hit with you on on the um, on the longer zoom. The 3x optical is absolutely amazing. I took some photos while I was uh, traveling the countryside with uh, with, with guy Cyril, and uh, and we uh, and I did get some uh, some good uh, zoom shots of the trains when we went to the train museum. Uh, and I, a, I wanted to do zoom, some. You can't do a zoom shot of guy because you all you would no. See I didn't. Like, I may try to do that. But, <laughs> he's yeah. already guy is already zoomed he's in naturally. You don't have to do anything yeah. with the phone. Right. Well, I, I thought that's uh, for if you're like 50 yards away from him to take a shot, <laughs> so it looks like he's right beside you. Right. Yeah. Well, you got to do like the, um, the opposite of the zoom. You got to do the negative five. You need like a negative 25 to take a picture of a guy like when you're standing in front of him. Yeah, <laughs> but it's. It, Anyway, but it is it is an amazing zoom. I, I just couldn't believe it. And, and even when you go in and, and you zoom on the picture afterwards to look, I mean, the quality is just insanity. I, I think this is by far probably the best lenses I've had on an iPhone since uh, since we've had iPhones. Really, I think and an Apple will continue to evolve with this. I think it's going to be great. I did I did experience uh, ex, uh, uh, uh to do some photos with macro. Uh, I took a picture of it in my mouse. I, I went really close and zoomed. It was a two centimeters. And the cool thing about macro is I think the fact is as soon as you go down that close, it, it goes into the macro mode. You know it because you see it because the camera just adjusts and then you can go real close and then you just take the picture and it's it's there and it's just incredible. And you go out lots of photos out there, people taking pictures, all kinds of things. And how's the how, how, on that? It's it's great. On the 12, I mean, I know about, about, on the 12 I have you, problems Mark. with that. Uh, no. The 12 was bad. Yeah, when I was trying to get is, close to I, something, it would be just fuzzy and fuzzy and fuzzy. And I had to, you know. Oh, uh, I can I can tell you the trick because I do lots of close-up photography with my iPhone 12 Pro. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is hit the zoom button and then get close. Okay. And uh, and that's how I do all of my close-up photography with my, with my iPhone 12 Pro. Okay. Hit 2X and then move in. And uh, and you don't have to be as close to get that close shot, and uh, and it fixes the focus problem. Right. So what I was doing is kind of the opposite. I would take it uh, further away and then you know zoom it afterwards. You know, uh, in, like an animal. Animal. <laughs> Chuck, did you try out the uh, cinematic mode at all? Yes. Uh, yeah. I have played with that. Well, and- what what what'd you think? I think. I mean, I think it works great. Again, I haven't had an occasion to use it in a project which is when it will really tell. But as far as just playing with it and, and, you know, shifting it around or having somebody turn their head or whatever. Yeah. It works exactly as advertised. It, it did. I, po- I posted with guy. I, I had to, we had to play max doc. So uh, yeah, it focused right on him and him going like this the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's going to get you an Emmy. I have no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you saw it. You saw what it was. It was, it was 18 seconds. I kept it short, but yeah, it was, it was it was uh, pretty priceless and yeah it focused i was i was just amazed um the refresh rate chuck do you, do you notice uh, the difference i do i think it's it's much zippier and, and you get a lot better refresh rates in apps yeah you know what i didn't i didn't really think about it it just seemed like all the videos and everything i was looking at looked so much well it looked noticeably better i don't want to say it's so much better because you know it's not like oh my god you know it's it's like you know taking three layers of tissue paper off but yeah, it definitely, I think, makes a noticeable difference. Um, you know, could I live without it? Yeah, well, I have been for the past year or two, uh, you know, but I'd rather have it at this at this stage of the game. No question about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the cameras are just amazing. I'm just just blown away, blown away. And um, 
Overall, when I, 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 when I first looked at the iPhone 13 Pro Max and I met and put it next to my 12 Pro Max, I was like, this looks the same. <laughs> uh, I, I, but then I look at the color, you know, the color, I, I went with the, uh, the Sierra blue and I had the Pacific blue before. I, I took pictures of it and a lot of people make comments. It looks, it looks, the, it does, looks the same. Uh, yeah, it's a little lighter colored blue and darker colored blue. I don't know which color, I don't know what, which color did you go with, uh, Chuck? I just went with the space gray. Space gray. So, Sorry. Um, but the colors are, are colors are, are you know I guess sloppy. Some people's colors are important. Others it's not. So and then space gray is the good general color, which is fine. Uh, but uh, uh, otherwise, uh, I did try a twelve pro. Max. I don't know if you tried this. I tried a twelve pro max on a thirteen, and and the only thing I noticed that was different was the where the where the uh, the power switch or the toggle switch here is. Uh, that uh, it was just a smidge off off alignment, and you, so I, I did try it, and it was like, this is crazy. Why why did Apple have to do that? Yeah, yeah you, you could probably get away with using the 12 Pro Max case on a 13 Pro Max. The only thing that will be off is the is is the the toggle uh, switch here. So I, it was just a smidge off. That's what I said. But if you guys remember back, Kelly said no. Right? <laughs> Well, you'll find when you get your iPhone 13 Pro Max, I'll be curious because I know you have a collection of 12 Pro Max cases I, that you could. Uh, I have um, three Apple ones, which I, you know, obviously I like the leather ones, so I'd rather not yeah. replace them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, if you could sell them, I would, I would definitely do it. So, um, other than that, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, as far as upgrades go, my my advice to anybody listening is if, if you were on a 12 Pro or a 12 Pro Max, uh, I don't see any real uh, reason that you need to upgrade at this point. I think it's a; those are perfectly fine phones. That uh, Jeff, you're keeping your 12 Pro and you're happy with it. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I got my 12 Pro recently enough. I, it's what like six months old now, and uh, it's it's just new enough for me that I just couldn't bring myself to turn around and and get a 13 Pro. But but the cameras, I've, I mean, if I were to do it, it would be just for those cameras. Yeah, I think it's worth it to me. Anyways, cameras. Justin, didn't I taught um, you on? Didn't I say you're going to get the? Uh, I said you're going to get the Washington phone when you posted something a couple of weeks. Yes, ago. yes, you did, and I think you took a screenshot so that have, uh, you'd so, have the the so video I'm, proof. I'm still uh, I'm still yeah. over one at this or over two at this point. So. Well, Warren, uh, I can't remember if uh, if the iPad Mini was in on that. No, it was a watch and the phone, and the watch I'm reading is dropping in the middle of next month. So let's see how that goes. So. Yeah, and my my guess is that you'll see me get the iPad Mini first. <laughs> but you know, my real problem right now with buying uh buying new Apple gear is that uh, um, I'm having to buy all new glasses across the board. So. My 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 regular glasses, my computer glasses, and my sunglasses—all prescription, expensive prescriptions—and it's like you know, guess I won't get a new iPad Mini today. Speaking of iPad Mini, let's let's transition over to that discussion. Chuck, you're the only one of us that has the iPad Mini, and we'd like to hear your first thoughts of uh, how you, how you like it. Um, I I you know again I love it, but I've loved the Mini for a long time. Um, you know, I, I admit I had, I had steered away from the mini a little bit because it was starting to feel just a little bit slow compared to my iPad pro. Um, but now this is, I mean, we, we didn't touch on the processor on the, on the phone and we probably should, but both of these, both of these devices are, are, are definitely snappier. I didn't notice. A15, as, right? Yeah. I did not notice as much of a difference between the iPhones, but given that I was, um, not I was two generations back on the iPad mini. I mean, this just is a, a wonderful little device. I don't that, think the iPad mini has the same processor as the 13. I think it has the same processor as the iPad air is what it was. Oh, it, it, it may, but my point more is that the, the jump I'm just correcting is, you. yeah, the, the jump is, is kind of staggering. Um, you know, I, I mean, what can you say? It's an iPad. It does everything an iPad should do. Um, the camera is not as good, but it's not supposed to be as good. Um, you know, I, I personally would love to see, and I would love to see an iPad pro mini, but I'm sure that there's a very limited audience for that. And I'm probably never going to get it. But on the other hand, what I've got here is still, I could easily go and shoot video projects with this 
with no trouble. I just wouldn't have some of the flexibility of, you know, in, in editing, but so what? But it'd probably be a lot easier to get some of the camera shots you want because of the smaller form factor. Exactly. Exactly. What makes it not a pro level machine? I mean, the processor's fast. It's got a nice screen. What, yeah, but it's not, well, for, for me, born, it's not 4K video. Okay. That's the big thing for me. Is the um, so. iPad Pro 4K video? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And your phones are 4K video. The phone definitely, yeah. So for me. Is the um, so. iPad Pro 4K video? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And your phones are 4K video. The phone definitely, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll make this quick. One thing, though, on both devices that I, I want to point out, because I think it's overlooked so much, Apple really has the transfer and, and, and migration to a new device down. I mean, seamlessly. And, and I, this time, this is the first time I've tried it, but I did the on the phone, actually, and I did it on the iPad, too, the machine-to-machine transfer over a network. So no cables are touching it except for a power cable. And I really, except for the fact that the phone took so long because it's got so much stuff in it. But, you know, you just, you show the, uh, show the little, let's see, how's it go? You show the new phone to the old phone or the new iPad to the old iPad or, or vice versa. I'm sorry, but, yeah. and, and it just, and it says, okay, you know, and it does, it does, it does it. And this time there's no, okay, now I have to re-sign into all my apps and jump through all those hoops. You know, they've, they've, they've kept whatever, uh, I don't know their cookies or I don't know what security tags are in there, but they have kept all that so that it's like just, it, it, it makes the migration over, even to the point that you almost forget that you had a new phone. Yeah. Yep. That, that migration, as opposed to restoring from backup. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's truly transparent. Yeah, I, it's, it's I still do wonderful. iPad Restore. I'm, I'm just more comfortable with the iPad Restore. Yeah, the one key, though, is it gives you two options on, uh, on the device. It could be you can restore a device to device, or you can store it from the iCloud backup, but that's the iCloud backup of settings. So it... it yep. Restore device. Restore device, and yep. it just brings everything over. It, it was flawless. I had a, a, I mean, you're right. I felt like my device, I didn't even change it. It was it because was in the past, I've... Yeah. I mean, I think when I went from the 11 Pro Max to the 12 Pro Max, I had to do a, 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 a what we call it, a nuke and pave, which I, I refused to do on an iPhone. It was a flawless process. I think Apple has done a, a remarkable do- job doing that. But uh, I would definitely recommend everybody out there, don't don't use do the device to device because it takes absolutely forever. It's much faster to do it using iCloud as it is uh, to do it device to device. Go figure. I do iCloud. I, when I did the, the one that Chuck and Jeff do, a couple of iterations ago, there was definitely bugs with it. And the one I remembered most mm-hmm. was the home screen layout didn't transfer. And that yeah, the, those bugs are gone. Okay. Um, yeah. Completely. Yeah. So, so if you do the restore from iCloud, which I know is faster, mm-hmm. does that bring all settings? Everything. It does. It's, okay. It does so. Yeah. Okay, so I don't everything. have to do the uh, device-to-device anymore like I previously did because that was the only way I could get all of my settings to come across yeah. and I have to re-log into apps and stuff. So it's not like iMazing or anything like that. It doesn't, you know, all your apps will start to reinstall at, at, in time. Yeah, which is fine. I don't care if my apps will have to reinstall. What I want is uh, is all my settings to be there so I don't have to re-log in to every single app. Yeah, and then and it does not copy all your pictures over. If you have iCloud Photo Library, it doesn't copy anything over. It will resync it, which is a three-day process of my case. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, David, your point about taking time. Yeah, it definitely took time. I mean, I think my my time to migrate everything over was four hours for my phone. But yeah, that's, so what? I, I did it overnight. Big deal, you know. That, that's pretty fast. Yeah. That, iCloud, that was, iCloud Restore yeah. on a 256 gig phone. I'm using about 220. takes about an hour. But still, if that's just the initial restore, then it takes a few hours to install the apps again and a few hours to uh, 
uh, sync up to photos. So, uh, so it's it depends. You know, you're waiting for something anyway. So yeah, it's yeah. all good. There's a, it's much you better than the old days. Let's go with that. With the yeah. old with the cables and iTunes. So yeah, and realistically for me. When uh, when I did my iPhone 10 to iPhone 12 Pro device to device transfer, it did the uh, actually now I can't remember maybe I did the iCloud transfer. It doesn't matter. However, I did it when uh, when it started, it got the initial data over that I need to function, and then I could just start using my phone. And then over the next several hours, everything else uh, finished propagating, and. Uh, and it was great. So from a functional standpoint, I was up and running with my new iPhone in minutes. And it, it's just, I wasn't going to see the the stuff where there was like lots of apps or lots of data that had to come along with it. Right. That, that took longer. And the yeah. problem with that is you're kind of tethered to your Wi-Fi if you want. And yeah, there's been times where I've actually done the transfer in the Apple Store, the initial transfer. And then, you know, between the two swapping phones uh, or or at least to get my new phone on me. And it's great while you're there. But then you're like, well, I could either stay here for three hours and let this finish or leave and be at the mercy of at the time for you uh, to, to get. Yeah, I've done that, too. Yeah, that's not yeah. fun either. Because sometimes that doesn't always work because if it's. It, if it doesn't realize that it's in the middle of a restore. You'll get that bug that says, you know, three or four days later, you'll go into iCloud backup, and it will say cannot backup, waiting to still waiting, waiting to restore this phone. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I've experienced that too. Yep. Yeah. But but something I I mean honestly I'd forgotten that you could do it on the iPad. When I fired up the new iPad, you know, would you like to transfer over? Oh yeah, okay, great. And so I I I took my old iPad Mini and moved it over to my new iPad Mini. And now I've, I have more storage in this, so I have a little more room to play in it. But again, you know, it's like, this is just phenomenal. It's, it's seamless. And, and yeah, okay, so it takes a little while, but I mean, you know, at some point, everything has to take a little while if you're moving around that much data. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, fine. I, I've, I'll, trade, I'll trade those extra few minutes or hours for the seamlessness of it any day. With your phones, did you guys unpair your watch before? Or oh, did yeah. You just, no, it automatically paired it, too. Oh. Yeah. Didn't yeah. It, it handles the it whole thing. Removed from the old. It's just like, the oh, movie. you have an Apple Watch. You want me to move it over? And you say yes, and that's it. It's that's it just because I think it used to be like they wanted you to unpair the, the, the watch. To the old yep. And and I, I, I don't know if you can see this from my screen or not. It's why yeah, it's going to it's going to wash out. But that's what happens. Transfer complete on the old phone. And now if I scroll down, or excuse me, if, if I, uh, shoot, now I just locked, locked myself out. But if I enter my code in, now it gives me the option to completely sign out of and erase this phone automatically. Mm-hmm. So no more of those gyrations of I got to, you know, I got to do this six-step checklist to make sure I keep, my phone is not mine anymore before I send it back to Apple. Now it's it's a one tap thing, you know, bang. And now, ad- admittedly, it's decisive. Once I do that, it's going to be gone. But I'm Whatever. quite happy now. I mean, that that's I what you want, anyhow. Or you exactly. Could, you could always migrate back, you know, the other way if you want to get that phone back to the way it was. So yeah, I mean, theoretically, yeah. Well, I guess there's no reason you, you couldn't. If you're going to turn it on as soon as you turn on that phone after you wipe it again, and you're sitting next to your other phone, it's going to say, yeah. Do you want to transfer from the other phone back to this one? Yeah, true. But yeah. you know, it, so so each iteration, Apple takes a little more pain out of the process of doing the upgrade. Well, I'm excited and, to get my stuff. I'm getting my iPad Mini, and I'm getting my 13 as soon as they allow me to. Well, we can't we can't yeah. wait to hear what your review is going to be. Um, one more, one last thing. I, I did want to mention a couple of cases. Uh, Chuck, which case did you end up getting uh, for your phone? I. Uh, how do you pronounce it? The Spigen, Spigen. Um, my, yeah, my my theory has always been that for the first month or two, I'm going to buy a, a an inexpensive case that gives me some protection, and then I'm going to see what ends ends up in the market because it's surprising how many innovative innovations that are still coming out in cases. 
So that's what I that's what I'm carrying right now. Um, I made it. I'm just real quick, and just as a some advice too, I made the mistake of buying non-MagSafe cases on the 12 Pro Max, and I'm not mm. going to make that mistake again. Um, uh, there's just too many times I'm going to use MagSafe when I want it, and the some some of those other cases like from Amazon and and Spigen and all those some of them look really good, but without the MagSafe, it's just, to me, it's not going to work. That's, that's you know, a, yeah, that's I, a fair point, Warren. That's a really good point. And and I bought uh, Apple's, uh, I guess it's the synthetic MagSafe case for my the, iPhone. Clear one, right? And, uh, and, and I love it. And I was certain that within a few weeks of, of getting the phone that I'd just be loading up on MagSafe accessories. Right. I still have not bought a single MagSafe accessory. I, I don't even have a MagSafe charger. Yeah. So I have one in my car and now that's what I like to use now. So, I mean, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't care as much, but it, it's, it's an elegant solution that I got going in there to hold the phone. So. Yeah. That, yeah. I've always liked spec spec makes some really great cases. So uh, they, they gave me some, some mm-hmm. review units here. Uh, the first one was the, Pres- the Presidio perfect clear. That's this one here. And you could see the MagSafe ring, which is kind of neat. Um, and it's got the... It's hard to see. The, are you sure it has that MagSafe ring? I don't know. You can't miss it. Oh, yeah. There it is. I see it. Okay, you can't sure miss it. This is the clear, and it's got the grips, uh, which is nice. Uh, it is pretty thick. That's the only thing I don't like about it. And I've got a charging base that uh, uh, that... Uh, uh, that does uh, chi charging and it, it just is just a little thick for that so i wasn't too excited about that the other one is the uh the presario it's the presario 2 pro this one they sent me it was in pink so i don't think i'm be using this one too much but this also has uh no that goes uh, nice with your yeah, complexion. My complexion here yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it looks good and this this case does have MagSafe safe built into it but you don't see it because it's already you know inside so it does have MagSafe safe as well does it have darker buttons uh i don't know yeah i guess it does you can see it. It has darker yeah. buttons and it has that the the black, and the black uh, anti-glare yeah. thing. That's a sharp looking yeah, case. Not, you know, it's not bad. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I might you know, give me some options to rotate. Um the third one, which I, I I always end up getting, you know, if I get the spec cases, um, I'm uh, going to get uh, another one that's more inexpensive. This one's uh, made by Miracase. This is the, uh, they say, military grade. Uh, I have it on the phone right now. It's a shockproof protective case, and it's actually built pretty well. It's only like, with the discount through Amazon, it's like uh, 15, 12, 13 bucks. So you, you guys, you actually can't beat, uh, you can't beat the price of it. Uh, and, Cause you can see it on the camera here, it's got the, the protective edges here. And, uh, and, and I like, this is the actual matched color. This is the Sierra blue color of the case. Um, so oh, it's not clear. It, it, it's, it's got some clear to it. Is it a clear case? It's not fully clear. No, it's got the blue edges okay. to it. Um, and, okay. um, it's not a bad case. That looks nice yeah, I'm, too. I'm pretty happy with this case. So I might, just like my last one, I bought one of these really inexpensive cases. I might stick with it just because it's thin and it, and it works. So, uh, so but oh my gosh, there's so many cases out there. We could go crazy, right? <laughs> uh, it, it it just there, there's so many choices. But uh, those are a couple of the ones that uh, that that I liked and uh, and and everybody else shared theirs as well. So uh, that there's nothing wrong with that at all. So, but. Uh, it looks like we're coming to the close of the show here because uh, it is time to wrap things up for this week. And I thank you guys for, for being here. Uh, so let's go and wrap it up. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at intouchwithios. Uh, those of you who are watching live, we usually live stream the show on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on, on our YouTube channel, which is at youtube.com slash DaveG65, where, where you also can find and watch uh, past streams and listen to any episodes there on YouTube. So that's available as well. You can also subscribe on in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, go to your, go our website at intouchwithios.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there i am dave ginsburg and you can find me on twitter at dave g65 chuck thanks for back coming back to the show where can everybody find you uh thank you david for having me it's always a blast uh you can find everything i do over at macvoices.com we do mac voices live uh sunday nights with actually all three of these gentlemen they're all part of the panel 
Sunday. What did I say? Sunday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Okay. I'm arbitrary. I thought, the, I thought the date changed from it there. <laughs> no, it's been a long week. No, I was wondering how you guys weren't there. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. So that's at youtube.com slash Mac Voices TV. And you can find me on the socials as at Chuck Joyner. Thanks again. Thank Dave. you. Good show. Thank you. It was a great show. Jeff, where can everybody find you? Um, Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jay Gamut, both places at youtube.com slash Jay Gamut. Uh, on the Not Sunday show that <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, does Tuesday. on Tuesday nights. <laughs> that place is live. Uh, Thursday afternoons on the big show and Friday mornings on the Mac show. And as always, I am so excited to get to be here and hang yes. out with uh, with you and Warren and uh, and Chuck with you too. What a fun surprise. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Warren, thanks for being here as well. Glad you're back. Glad you're feeling a little bit better. And uh, everybody can find you on Mac Voice, uh, Mac Voices, Mac to the Future uh, Facebook group <laughs> on, Sundays. On, on Sundays. On Sundays, on Sundays, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where else can uh, find you? Yes, uh, you can find me quarantining on the Mac to the Future uh, Facebook group. Um, very busy stuff going. You know, people got their stuff, their you know questions and comments and mostly just people loving it uh their yeah. stuff you know which is good and um so come join us there and chuck and uh, jeff always good. i mean there's nothing nothing better to say just good, good, to, see good to see you as well but thanks for being here everybody we hope you enjoyed the show and we'll talk again soon